0: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us again on the Brawn Body Podcast. In this episode, I'm talking about budget nutrition hacks, and I'm targeting the college student population because I myself am a college student. However, any of these tips could be applied to people who are in any stage of life, whether you're older, younger, wherever. So I'm really excited to share how you can start eating healthy, on a budget because a lot of people like to tell me that they would eat healthy, but they don't have the money. They cannot afford healthy food. But when you boil it down, it's actually much cheaper to eat healthy than it is to eat unhealthy. And I will show all that to you in the coming 30 to 60 minutes, however this, however long this ends up being. So, Let's dive in. I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. I'm in school to become a doctor of physical therapy. I'm a certified personal trainer who started a business at the age of 21. I've trained dozens and dozens of clients and helped hundreds of people. I've read dozens and dozens of books all about health, fitness, training, and nutrition. And I'm putting all of that knowledge and experience together to bring you this podcast. The Brawn Body Podcast is your new one-stop shop for everything you need to know about health, fitness, nutrition, and more. So in order to plan your grocery trips and trips to local farms and farmers markets and the like, you first need to know what you're going to get, Right you have to have that list you have to have that plan and obviously that's going to be what you're eating so that should match whatever your diet is whether you're a carnivore or vegan or paleo keto whatever make sure the foods that you're going to be buying match what you're going to eat um now that may sound like common sense but a lot of people struggle with this so, personally, I go with a paleo or modified paleo approach when I go grocery shopping. So, I focus on those whole foods. I limit artificial and processed foods, anything that comes from a factory or a lab. And that actually saves a lot of money. And it's super good for you because you're eliminating the processed foods, the added sugar artificial crap, that sort of thing, from your diet almost entirely, which is a great step for your health, but also, as I said, for your money, because these foods are literally addicting. You've probably heard of, oh, you know, sugar's addicting, you shouldn't eat too much sugar, that sort of thing, and the studies are very clear that yes, sugar is very addicting, highly addicting. And if you start eating some, you can very easily go down a rabbit hole of eating more and more and more. And part of that comes from the effect sugar has on your microbiome. So your microbiome is the bacteria that live within your gut that help you digest and break down foods that you eat. So obviously, the bacteria that are living in your gut are going to change as the food you eat changes as well. So if you eat more plants, then you'll have more bacteria that break down plants than someone who is just a carnivore, for example. So with that in mind, you end up eating less overall volume of food, I'll say less total calories from sugar and these artificial sources because you're not getting them. And, you know, when you have an addicting food, you just want to eat more and more of it. So take chips, for example. How often do you open up a bag of chips and just eat one chip? You can't, right? You open up a bag of chips and you take a whole handful or two handfuls, right? So with that in mind, eliminating those things from your grocery trips altogether is going to save you a lot because... Most people I've know I know and I've seen can easily polish off again bag of chips. They can easily polish that off in a day or two, very quick. But again, not necessarily cheap. You can get a five pound bag of potatoes for like two or three bucks. You can get one bag of potato chips for three bucks, four bucks, something along those lines. So just things to keep in mind. So. I said that I'm kind of in that paleo range. So I focus on clean protein sources, one at every meal. So I typically look for things like clean eggs. So free range, organic, that sort of thing. Uh, Grass-fed beef, that's a must from my point of view. Chicken, again, typically free range. Fish, I try to get wild or line caught. Uh, Alaskan, especially for salmon is kind of the gold standard because a lot of places salmon is farm fed, farm raised, released into the wild, and then shortly afterwards caught and called wild. And in Alaska, they do not do that. They are legit wild salmon, uh, if there is such a thing. And then you cannot go wrong with the classic protein powders like whey protein and casein protein and that sort of thing in order to supplement your protein intake if you're not getting as much as you'd like. Now, some of you listening might be saying, okay, great, those are all animal sources though and I'm a vegetarian or I'm a vegan. What do I do? So as I mentioned last week, the bioavailability of plant proteins is lower. What that means is if you, say, you consume 100 grams of protein, 100 grams from, we'll say, animal sources, eggs, you're probably going to absorb, your body will absorb probably about 90, 95% of that. Pretty good. So your body just took in 95 grams of the 100 grams of protein you ate. Now, say you go with a plant source, whether it be wheat or pea protein, rice, soy, whatever, and you consume 100 grams of plant protein, your body's only going to absorb, say, 60%. So 60 grams, even though you ate 100 grams of protein. And you also have to factor in that plant protein sources, especially things like nuts and nut butters so a lot of people say oh you know peanut butter is a great source of protein and yeah it has seven or eight grams of protein per serving great but keep in mind it's also about 200 calories per serving so those can add up very quick and a lot of plant protein sources are incomplete proteins meaning they do not contain all the essential amino acids that your body needs to live in order to sustain life so you have to make sure you're getting them from somewhere in your diet so on the vegetable train of thought produce even though I do eat a lot of meat I still eat produce so some of my favorites are things like sweet potatoes and potatoes celery Uh, you can pair that with the nut butter obviously a real classic there lettuce and spinach, big salads, Uh, peppers and onions. If I'm really feeling good, I'll throw the peppers and onions in with a potato and a bunch of spinach, and then scramble some eggs in with that, and it is a phenomenal combo. Really love that, especially with a little bit of hot sauce. Obviously, we don't limit ourselves in the fruit department too much. We don't go crazy. We don't go out and buy only fruit, but I do uh, buy organic bananas. I buy grapes, berries, sometimes avocado, that sort of thing. So although people usually say, oh, you know, fruits are not healthy or less healthy, I still incorporate fruits on a daily basis. And when possible, I try to eat seasonal too, because you can get seasonal things locally. So, right now, watermelon is really in season. And we got an entire watermelon, one of the big ones that you get at the grocery store, for $5. So, think about how much watermelon you'll have when you cut that up. That is insane. Uh, so, 5 bucks for a giant watermelon, and that's enough fruit to easily last a week or longer, and that should be enough sugar to satisfy any sweet tooth or craving that you have as well. You can kind of freeze watermelon and then it kind of gets that in between uh, fresh and frozen state, and that's always very tasty as well. Uh, I also like to eat yogurt. So when I'm home, I make my own Greek yogurt. When I'm at school, I just buy cups of Greek yogurt for convenience, And I usually throw in a little bit of local raw honey, some chia and flax seeds, and some granola in there. I've really liked uh, Bare Naked's grain-free granola lately. So, love that. You could also add other fermented foods as well, like kaffir, kombucha, sauerkraut, or something along those lines. I would also say that white rice is a solid staple. It is very cheap easy and clean. And it's a great source of simple carbs for your body carbs that are not going to cause a huge insulin response and are very easy to digest and absorb. So I do love the white rice. And I also have organ meats here with a question mark. Because some people really like organ meats and this is becoming a more popular thing. Uh, There are a lot of health benefits to eating organ meats but obviously you have to know what you're doing in prep and all that way and I am by no means the expert when it comes to organ meats but they are typically cheaper because most places or most people do not want things like the cow liver for example but You can get these typically local farms or farmers markets or local places will sell different animal organ meats. So now that we've kind of set the stage, let's go into how we can eat all these things at low cost. So getting into protein sources. So starting off with our free-range eggs, you can look for local egg farms, chicken farms in your area, you can look for farmer's markets or local grocery stores that typically go right from the farm to the store to you, and these tend to be much cheaper than the big box stores, from what I've seen anyways. So, for example, talking about free-range eggs, I paid three dollars per dozen to get them locally. So I was able to stock up at a pretty reasonable cost when the big-box store was going to be about four dollars a dozen. So little more, about a dollar a dozen saving. Now, if you eat eggs like I do, where you eat about four a day, that adds up pretty quick. Uh, not gonna lie. So. And the same approach applies to most of what I'm going to talk about here with meats, especially. Uh, Grass-fed beef is next on our list, and that's another one. If you can find a local grass-fed beef farm and buy directly from them, or buy in bulk, you can usually get great discounts, especially if it's just grass-fed. Ideally, you want grass-fed, grass-finished, but we'll take grass-fed over feedlot, any day. So I paid four twenty nine per pound for some locally farmed grass-fed beef. And again, some grocery stores will carry this at reasonable uh, prices. And you can also shop the sales because grass-fed beef, uh, whether it be ground or in burgers or steaks, tends to go on sale from what I've seen because a lot of places won't be able to sell it quickly enough especially the smaller places so they would rather put it on sale and get something for it than opposed to watching it go to waste Uh, with that i said steaks i paid nine dollars per pound for grass-fed steaks recently And I am all here for that because I enjoy steak and you can easily spend 12 plus dollars per pound. And these were strip steaks too while I'm at it. These were not sirloins or anything. So strip steaks. So again, same with chicken and fish. Watch the weekly ads, shop the sales, see what's available. Obviously free range chicken is the way to go local farms if there are any in your area are great for this and if you're close enough to the water whether it be a large lake like the great lakes or the oceans atlantic pacific gulf whatever if you're close enough and you can get to a fish market or just go out on a charter fishing boat and fish for the day and really rack up fish and have them cleaned for you you can usually make out very good unfortunately for me I am not very close to the shore uh, not on the Atlantic side or the Pacific side so I don't get to enjoy that fresh fish and lower cost as much I have to pay for them to transport it and all and it's not as fresh but I do love mahi mahi haddock Cod, tilapia, shrimp, um, might expand into oysters here in the future. Um, Salmon is also, you know, considered the golden standard for healthy fatty fish. And if you're going for salmon, ideally you're looking for that wild Alaskan salmon for the top quality stuff because, as I said, the feedlot stuff is very prevalent on the market. So, although it's cheaper, it's not necessarily better for you. And protein sources, especially when they're animal sourced, are typically where I'm willing to spend a little more money for the quality. And with that, grass fed beef for $4.29 a pound, that's probably no different than the feedlot grain fed beef would be in cost. Now, I mentioned protein powders, buy in bulk. So I usually order a 10 or 11 pound bag of protein when I order it directly from the supplier. And that tends to work very well for me. Um, I know a lot of people like to get the two pound containers because they're easier to store or they look nicer or they can get more flavors. But the cost adds up very fast. So don't be afraid to buy in bulk. Don't be afraid to go right to the source. Now, if you are someone, again, plant-based, and you're saying to yourself, okay, what am I going to do? So look for those high in plant protein sources, so beans, uh, they're very high in protein for plant sources. And they're very low cost for the most part. So beans are great. Soy and soy products. Uh, you can typically find different nuts or nut butters or even nut milks. There's a, uh almond and coconut blend now, I believe, that has about 10 grams of protein per glass. I'm not 100% sure what's in it. Maybe it's pea protein. Maybe it's natural. But just knowing that there are options available for you. Is great. So, we've talked about protein. Now going on to produce, we've got the protein. We need the produce. So I highly recommend checking out the Clean Fifteen and Dirty Dozen lists from EWG, and you can get get these on Google. I will link to them in the show notes, so they're available for you. But essentially, these are uh, lists or sheets based on the amount of pesticides in the food on what you should buy organic versus what you don't have to buy organic so on the clean 15 is typically foods that are covered or have a thicker outer skin that you don't normally eat so things like avocados or sweet corn or what else is on here uh oh kiwi is on here cantaloupe is on here eggplant asparagus. Some of these are kind of surprising. Uh, Pineapple, not surprising. Uh, But then the dirty dozen list. These are typically things that are closer to the ground or just don't really have any kind of outer layer, outer shell. So strawberries, spinach, kale, apples, grapes, cherries, peaches, pears, tomatoes, celery, potatoes, and Hot peppers all make an appearance here. Um, Now, personally, when I go with potatoes, I like to wash the outside and remove the skin. So I'm not getting that. But those lists will help you save money because they help you narrow down what foods to buy organic and which foods to buy um, non-organic. So with that, potatoes, uh, obviously they're very low cost. Again, I pay under a dollar a pound and you can do a lot with them, whether it's, you know, baked potato or like I said, I like to throw it in eggs or you can cut it up and maybe bake it or air fry it with some olive oil and some seasoning, all kinds of options. So love potatoes, very low cost and easy source of nutrients. Uh, I said celery, again, typically low cost and great to pair with things like almond butter, uh, actually has negative calories, fun fact, meaning eating celery is going to cost more for your body to break it down than it is uh, going to take in from it. It's high in things like arginine and some different vitamins, very Hydrating, and again, this is a low-cost vegetable. Uh, even when you buy it organic, I think I paid like two fifty for a big bunch of celery, uh, lettuce, and spinach. So obviously, it depends on if you purchase like a whole head of lettuce or you buy the pre-cut ones. Uh, all that, the uh, like pre-mixed salad mixes and that sort of thing. So usually, you can get these for. Two bucks a bag or less, uh from most grocery stores, salad mixes and spinach and the like are typically pretty low cost. Even with organic, I think I paid two fifty for a five ounce thing of organic spinach, and two fifty for a five ounce thing of organic salad mix, which is enough for about two meals on a salad mix, and about a week's worth of eggs for me. Uh, when I make my omelets, so an ounce of spinach a day, uh, and that's five bucks. Not bad. You could also make, uh, smoothies with the spinach and actually this goes with the salad for that matter. You know, things like carrots and berries. You could throw your avocado in here, uh, all kinds of different things, both for smoothies or salads. Uh, so peppers and onions, There's nothing wrong with getting frozen vegetables and fruits as well. I did not mention that. And this is one of my favorite ones to buy frozen. I do think the uh, fresh peppers, green peppers and all, taste, uh, red peppers, yellow, whatever, they all taste much better. But the convenience factor of being able to cut open a bag and throw some peppers in the pan and throw some eggs on it is just got me so i personally love that uh and then obviously fruit so bananas they're one of my favorites they do not appear on the clean 15 or the dirty dozen list actually but they do have the peel and obviously you do not eat the peel So you can throw that out and then take the banana. And I think I pay like 45 cents a pound for bananas at my local grocery store. Uh, That's pretty low cost. To think you can get two pounds of bananas for under a buck is a great deal. Uh, Again, very versatile food. So you can bake with it. You can blend it in a smoothie. Uh, Something along those lines. I also really love berries, especially blueberries. I pay five fifty dollars for a three-pound bag of wild blueberries at Walmart. Now, I know you're probably like, okay, this is a great show and all, but did you just say you want me to shop at Walmart? And I'm telling you that this is all about budget-focused eating. And sometimes I do buy things at Walmart because that's where they have the best price. And when you are a hungry college student, you want those deals. So I got my wild blueberries, three pound bag for $5.50 at Walmart. Highly recommend. Um, And then I also love grapes. Red grapes are my favorite. And obviously they're pretty low cost, even with organic. I think they're... 350 a pound which you know a pound of grapes is a lot of grapes so you could also go with the wine form of grapes if that's your interest uh petite verdos are my personal recommendation um, but grapes and berries are also antioxidant powerhouses so they carry a ton of health benefits for your body in addition to price uh savviness so and lastly i mentioned before i eat avocados which yeah you can kind of got me here they're about a dollar each and again you don't need to buy these organic but still about a dollar each but they're very filling usually if i have an avocado with a meal or like make some guacamole with it and have guacamole on some kind of mexican dish i get full very quick because it's full of healthy fats and fatty acids and a little bit of fiber and eating that just fills me up very fast so because of that I don't need to eat as much and I end up saving money which is good we like saving money that's the point of this show how I save money Um, I also like to limit the amount of as I said processed artificial factory type foods That includes protein bars. I know some of you are like, but I cannot give up my protein bars. I love protein bars. You can look up recipes online to make your own protein bars. I've done this before. It's actually pretty straightforward and simple. I combine some rolled oats, which are, again, low cost. I think it's like $3 maybe for a huge thing of them. I combine that with some nut butter. Uh, almond butter is great. Little bit of honey and then some protein powder and then maybe a little dash of water or something, maybe a banana and mix that all up and either press it or uh, scoop it out into a ball form and then let it sit in the refrigerator for a while. And after a few hours, it is good to eat. And I love the peanut butter taste or the almond butter taste, especially when you pair with uh, certain protein powders. So chocolate peanut butter, great option. Uh, Vanilla almond butter, great option, especially with the honey. You could even throw a dash of cinnamon in there if you wanted. Just phenomenal taste. And you know it's clean because you made it. You saw what went into it. And that's relatively low cost. I think I put one serving of honey in there. So I pay $5 for per 16 ounces. So one serving is less than an ounce. So there's not a whole lot of... I mean, that's less than 50 cents worth of honey. I don't use all the oats. I maybe use a quarter of them. 75 cents worth of oats. Um, maybe three or four dollars worth of nut butter because that tends to be more expensive and maybe two or three dollars worth of uh protein powder because again you know throw a couple scoops in so for less than ten dollars you're able to make i think that came out to about 30 uh protein things protein bars balls whatever uh for myself and obviously they were delicious. They were fresh because I had just made them. and I didn't have to worry about how long have they been on the shelf? Will they expire? that sort of thing. Uh, and just really low cost, great way to eat, great option, Very filling. So just because you want something does not mean you have to buy it from the store necessarily. I also recommend starting a garden if you can. Or if nothing else, getting something like a little uh, planning box and doing some simple things that you might eat, like lettuce, for example. And you can uh, purposely go about planning this to maybe have an organic garden where you don't use pressure-treated lumber. And then you're growing your own organic fruits and vegetables right at your house, and you don't have to worry about the cost of the food because you're growing it and it'll be good um so one other hack i like to throw in is the uh, money saving apps so things like ibotta or get upside or anything along those lines fetch rewards uh saving star i think i will link to them in the show notes but pairing the deals that you can get on these apps with deals that might appear in your grocery store's weekly ads typically equate to a lot of money saved. Um, I think I've saved a few hundred dollars because of using Ibotta and that's just one of the apps. It's kind of like a couponing app. So you go, you get your groceries, and then afterwards you scan your receipt. And if any of the coupons you selected Were things that you bought, they give you money back on your account. So I will link to those in the show notes. Highly recommend checking those out. Because again, I've saved hundreds of dollars using those apps. So with that, that's going to do it for today's episode. Just a shorter one, just going into nutrition and how to eat well without breaking the bank. So thank you, as always, for your support and for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all social media platforms at BraunBody, Brawn with a W. Have a great rest of your day. Take care.